For Friday, March 11th, the 70th day of 2022. There are 295 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will get you ready for a big weekend in sports. Got the uh, Selection Sunday coming up on uh, Sunday. Got the SEC tournament and that and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. It's Friday. Happy so. Friday to you. Uh, we go through a lot of uh, ranch dressing at our house. We certainly do. Yes, we have a young lady <laughs> who's a big fan of ranch dressing. Maybe something for her uh, jewelry ensemble on down the road. Uh, Hidden Valley has created a ranch diamond using actual ranch seasoning. That's kind of weird, but okay. Doesn't that look weird? They'd like compressed yeah. ranch seasoning, you know, compressed carbon, I guess, is what makes uh, was, makes diamonds. You can make a diamond out of, is this the cubic zirconia version of diamond, though? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think. I want, I'd like to know what that's, uh, what that's worth. I'm going to have to look into that and see. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest. Tokyo, Rio de Janeiro, and Millwood. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm well. I should have thrown Lexington in there, really, because you're paying a bunch of attention to the uh, Sweet 16. Absolutely. Uh, we're about to enter what I think is the best, the best five weeks, six weeks in sports. Oh, uh, Christmas is Sunday. Oh, well, sure. But here for me, I, I'm going to take this a step further. SEC tournament into NCAA tournament into Major League Baseball begins. You get opening day uh-huh. and the Masters. Uh-huh. In that stretch, like that uh-huh. is the best season of sports on the calendar. Absolutely. Yeah, and no, I, I, I will not disagree. And then you throw my birthday in there, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, and, and it got better because now we've learned there is an MLB season. It is official. Yes. The work stoppage is over, and Major League Baseball will return with some uh, changes. Uh, DH in the National League, postseason 10 teams to 12. That's a permanent change now. Uh, advertising on uniforms. Yeah. 
And uh, like, <laughs> you're just happy baseball's back, aren't Who you? Who cares? Just... I, I mean, there's so many of these things. It's like really, like there will be some baseball fans that, oh, nope, I'm done because uh, there's yeah. – And the logo, it's going to be just like as big as the U.K. logo is on your mm-hmm. shirt right now. It's yeah. just going to be a small uh, – the NBA's done it. MLS, it's – pretty much their entire uniform. Were you surprised that they actually were able to salvage the 162 games? Yes. Yes, and I'm yeah. you know, it's just all theatrics sure. on both sides and I'm just glad that finally it happens, but what I don't like is that the Reds play opening day on the road. Yeah. That's uh what first two series are on the road. First one. First just the first the one. The first one and then they come home and play the Guardians. Oh, yeah, the Guardians. All right, that's that's another thing I've got to get used to. There's, can I just still call them the Tribe? It's going to take me a while to get yeah. beyond. But the that. last time, you know, the last time they didn't open up on, at home, nineteen ninety. Oh, well, that's so. a pretty good year. Omen. Uh, snow and wind tonight, light amounts, and Grayson County's been pulled into a winter weather advisory. Uh, still hard to kind of say what we're going to get. I think the majority of the snowfall is off to our southeast. If you're east of Lebanon. If you're uh, east of Bardstown, you know, the Lexington area, I think, is likely to get a little bit more. I think even in Hardin County, get a little bit more than in Grayson County. They can take it. They can take it. Um, The wind will change directions on Sunday, though, which is going to allow our temperatures to jump up pretty nicely. Uh, I think we'll get some sun convection tomorrow, which will get rid of some of the snow. But the majority of the snow is going to disappear on Sunday. So here's how it's going to go today. It'll be windy um, later on, and then we'll have rain to snow tonight, and we'll have uh, 56 as the high. It's going to step down from here. Windy, snow likely tonight, 21 is the overnight low, and then tomorrow the high is 28, and uh, pretty cold, windy tomorrow. And then you can see the 10-day forecast. Don't forget to going to do the time change this weekend too, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. Reading a story this morning. About um, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, he kind of did an interview with Kentucky Today yesterday, and he he reiterated some of the things that when we met with him two weeks ago, or I guess it was actually early last week, uh, that he was saying about the current situations going on in Ukraine, uh, NATO, gas prices, etc. And he said that he's particularly frustrated with the administration, being the presidential administration, being so cautious and not acting in a timely fashion when it knew there were 190,000 Russian troops at the Ukraine border. He says there's an ideological difference between uh, strength and being then afraid to provoke. And he said that the way that Reagan would have looked at it is strength is not a provocation. Being strong is not a provocation. And he says they seem to think anything we do further provokes the Russians and we need to get the Ukrainians the commitment, uh, the, the equipment necessary in order for them to defend themselves. He also is trying to be, you know, in the minority, there's only so much that he can do right now, but he is trying to remind Americans that the Biden administration is trying to reshift the narrative to blame the rising fuel prices on the situation in Ukraine and Russia's advances toward them. But he's trying to make sure that everyone remembers gasoline prices were already up a dollar over the previous year, even in advance of that. So they're trying to just kind of blame it on Putin when really it's uh, an unwillingness. It's a, They're kind of vilifying American energy and energy independence. So they're trying to say, like, hey, that's Putin's fault. That's not our fault. And it is something important to remember. Only so much of this has to do with Russia. The governor of Kentucky 
is asking, along with several other governors, for a holiday on the federal gas tax. We first mentioned this yesterday. Governor Bashir announced yesterday he's joining other governors and sending letters to leaders in Washington to suspend the federal tax due to spiking fuel prices. The letter asked Congress to remove the gas tax through the end of the year. I think it's 18 cents. And I, I it's obviously collected. I believe it's collected by the state. So you you pay it at the pump. I think it's collected by the state. And then I'm not sure the mechanics of that. Uh, but some naysayers say that uh, senior policy advisor on the Tax Foundation says that the tax on gas contributes to the majority of money to federal highway funding of bridges and road construction. So I'm not sure what the downstream impacts or effects of that would be if you waive that fee for the next mm-hmm. for the better you know for nine months. What residual effect that has on infrastructure projects going on into the future, but especially. Two years after there was pretty much six months of, in a way, losing a lot of that federal gas tax because people weren't going anywhere. Exactly. and um, So it's pretty much, do you want that happening again? Of course, what we've been doing, well, for the better part of a generation, and both parties are to blame, we just print money whenever we want to. So it really doesn't, I don't, I don't know if that, um, you would like for it to be a cautionary tale, um, and they consider that, but it seems like they pretty much do whatever they decide needs to be done at any particular time. Closer to home in the state house, uh, medical marijuana advocates in Kentucky cleared an initial hurdle yesterday when a House committee advanced a bill to legalize the use of cannabis for medical purposes. The measure won strong bipartisan support to clear the House Judiciary Committee and move on to the full House, where a similar version passed two years ago. But where it's likely to get hung up is over in the Senate. The bill's supporters said medical cannabis would ease the suffering of many Kentuckians. Uh, Jason Neems is one of the sponsors of the bill, and I heard some sound. It's in KNN News. I think I heard it, you know, about a half hour ago. And he was he was talking about his journey on medical marijuana that he was just, you know, in in previous years against, and thought, oh, that's just a pathway toward recreational use. And he said he had met with enough constituents, people who were, you know, hurting people, have chronic pain, et cetera. And then he realized he was against, he, he just realized he didn't have the proper amount of empathy for, for people that needed the help. And then when he did the research and he talked with medical providers, then he, it, it changed his ideological shift on this issue. And he says that this is not a wink, wink, nod, nod to get recreational. And in fact, to get it to this point, it has tighter restrictions than it had even two years ago now many most law enforcement officers are going to say you know they're they're, they're going to be against it and, and in ways it can make their job harder um so there's this there's a seeming conflict between health care and justice and it's got lawmakers conflicted um i don't know that this is the year i think there are other things that they've got that they're going to do that I don't know that they'll get this accomplished, and again, it's likely to. I think they need to stop wasting their time on some other stuff that they're trying to pass, and pass things that are actually going to help people. Well, it seems to be, you know, and this is the time of year where they're trying to throw the kitchen sink in there. There are several other bills, like, um, and, and so, by, by the way, if you have strong feelings on the medical marijuana issue, then talk to your legislator. I mean, just there's a, there's there are ways to do that. Talk to them and let it be known, because your input and guidance does make a difference, Tweet by the them. way. 
uh, you know, tweet. There's the LRC. You can mm-hmm. go through them. You can call the switchboard, leave messages, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll get the messages. They put them on what the, we learned the other day. They put them on. I think they're on green sheets. Like when you call, they get notes, and it says you know who the it came from a constituent, et cetera. So anyway, it does uh, it does and make a difference. They'll respond to emails too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, did you do that thing I told you to do? No, I forgot to. Okay, you've got to do it. To. You've got to do I forgot it. We'll to. talk more about it during the break. Um, if you missed KSR, if you missed yesterday's KSR show, uh, of course, we we're carrying the Sweet Sixteen this week, but I know you it did. was it, it, yeah, it hit close to home. I'll I'll, I'll say oh, that for sure. Oh, is it? No, okay. Uh, I think I might know where you're headed. <laughs> a, a bipartisan group of lawmakers on a Kentucky House panel has approved a bill that aims to prevent hair-related discrimination at workplaces and schools. The measure is dubbed the Crown Act. Now, wait a minute. Before you shake your head, uh, I, I, think, I think you should hear this out. It was approved yesterday, and it heads to the House for a vote. Republicans have supermajorities in both parties, as we know. Crown stands for Create a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Other states, such as Connecticut and Colorado, have passed similar similar legislation. So Attica Scott, who represents uh, western portions of Louisville, African-American, she explained that the proposal would protect black Kentuckians from being denied educational and employment opportunities because of their hair texture or how they styled their hair. Many black people wear their natural hair in protective styles such as braids, locks, twists, or bantu knots. She said, these are hairstyles that have deep historical significance in my culture. And this is not, it's uh, it, the first time that the legislation was uh, received a vote in the House Judiciary Committee. She'd filed the bill before, but it didn't get a vote in committee. The legislation is House Bill 31. Now, I know that many of us in the rural parts of Kentucky, we shake our heads and say, What's this, what does this have to do with anything? And I wish that this legislation wasn't needed, but I will tell you, if people are being discriminated based upon their natural hair, mm-hmm. like what God gave them, then it shouldn't be. You shouldn't be discriminating on on anything but things especially like that. And as someone who has a biracial child in their home, until you're in that situation, you do not fully understand what a majority of people are dealing with. So it's easy for us, and it would have been easy for me several years ago to think, what's the big deal about this? I'll just tell you it's different. And people who people from people of that ethnic background, they didn't choose it. That's the way that it is, and so I can see some validity to it. But I will go back to we shouldn't be discriminating on things anyway, Nothing. let alone hair. hair skin, things like that. So uh, the Kentucky House voted yesterday to prevent state and local governments and public colleges from requiring employees or students to disclose their COVID-19 immunization status. The measure also would allow parents to opt out of coronavirus vaccine for their school-aged children on the basis of conscientiously held beliefs. The proposal won 7122 in the House, moves on over to the Senate, uh, Savannah Maddox, whose representative said yesterday that she was personally aggrieved that private employers were removed from the bill, but acknowledged it was necessary to get it, quote, to this point in the process. So, I don't know. Not going to change any minds. Not going to change any minds on any of those issues. Aren't there already vaccine cards for <clears throat> students at schools? Hey, uh, what else? <laughs> 
That's Friday. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, a former police chief in Kentucky has been charged with stealing from the city where he worked. A federal grand jury yesterday indicted Jason Cross of Columbia, alleging he stole more than $25,000 from the Columbia Police Department's evidence locker and the city's drug purchase fund between February 20 and February 2021. He's charged with a bunch of things, so there you go. Also saddened to hear about a theft suspect shooting and killing a Shepherdsville PD canine officer. The Shepherdsville Police Department canine officer uh, Dash, I think was his name, Correct. been shot and killed by a theft suspect. State police said troopers responded to an officer-involved shooting about 9 o'clock Wednesday night at a Dollar General store in Lebanon Junction. State police said the preliminary investigation indicated that officers were responding to a shoplifting complaint at the Dollar General when an officer made contact with an individual armed with a firearm outside the store. And shooting ensued from there. Sad. Very sad. WKU, also sad, WKU men's basketball season came to an end last night down in Frisco. As hey, you, uh, you can't lose in the conference championship game if you don't make it that far. That's right. Because uh, they've been doing that a lot recently. Louisiana Tech uh, got past Western, what, 59-57. Does Coach Stansberry hang on, Sam? Yes, but I think uh, the the pitchforks, I think, are starting to get into stock in bowling. Seats getting, people, seats getting a little hot. Yeah, I think people are kind of like, okay, uh, especially when you look around to Murray State, look how much success they're having. Northern's been going to tournaments left and right. Moorhead went to a tournament. Bellarmine. Uh, Bellarmine <laughs> should be going to a tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally all of these schools. Eastern had a, has had a couple of good years in there. and I mean, Western hasn't been to a tournament in almost 10 years. Wow. 2013 was the last time. Well, you know, they made that run in the NIT a couple of years ago, and everybody mm-hmm. got excited about 2017. that. And, and that was fine. But it um, made it to the Final Four. I, I just, you know, they, they had a really bad middle of the season, and they got things untracked, and then they get derailed in the CUSA tournament. And so it just kind of leaves, like, everybody with a, the, well, you know. The thing with Stansbury is he's, he gets a lot of recruits, but a lot of them have issues with getting it eligible and everything. And right. It's kind of the ongoing story. And they've got that giant down there. Jamarian Sharp. Yeah, what's he? The tallest player in college basketball, yes. right? Seven feet, six inches. Wow. Um, cats get Vandy tonight, what's being called a dangerous Vandy team. I watched the end of the Vandy-Alabama game and was, I think, kind of rooting for Vandy. Uh, but now I'm not sure that I want to play them. They say it. they were worried about Alabama and beating Alabama three times, but you'd have to beat Vandy three times as well. Scotty Pippen is Scotty Pippen Jr., sorry. He's really good and I think that that's the toughest part with with him is that in these for a team in my opinion like these Cinderella teams you got to have one player who's really good. Yep. And I think he fits that mold of potentially being a future Kentucky Wildcat. Yeah, I mean they there was I was see him say uh, say that last night that there's a chance he could uh, change jerseys at some point in time. In, maybe tonight in the, in the near future. Yeah, maybe. How the transfer portal works now, you never know. <laughs> kind of like in baseball, you go from one locker room to the other. It it could happen. Uh, Cats get Vandy tonight, and then the Sweet Sixteen continues. By the way, in about twenty minutes, some of you will be heading Go Lady Jazz. The Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, Cooper won yesterday, so. Uh, it's a wonderful time of year. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is International Promposal Day today, so get ready for your feed to be full of that stuff. Uh, it is um, 
Worship of Tools Day, Tool Appreciation Day. Got it. Don't you? Or what, what's the timid? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, World Plumbing Day today. Boy, oh, shout out. you take it for granted until you don't have it. And then you go, whoops. Uh, Saturday is Girl Scout Day. Um, Sunday. It's cookie time, I think, right now. I think. Yes. Uh, I think this is the time of year they get delivered. I think they sell in January and they deliver around this time, or maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Sunday is Good Samaritan Day. And then Sunday, of course, is the arrival of Daylight Saving Time, and we'll tell you more about that in a moment. But I want to make sure I don't forget to tell you, in today's March of Kindness, hold a door for someone. Like, that's an everyday thing for me. Oh, I do like, that, if I, yeah. I, I, like, right. every, every day, man or woman, doesn't, doesn't matter. I even find myself getting into that weird... How close can they be? Without... Well, like, and I don't want to make them hurry. Like, I'm uh-huh. holding the door for you, but don't hurry. It's okay. But then, like, oh, they're close enough. If uh-huh. I, you know, there's that, there's that. I am so that person. There's that gray area where you it, go, how long do I stand here? In the words of Rick Stansbury, he'd always go in his press conferences, there's a fine line. <laughs> that was always his go-to. There's a fine line. There's a fine line. I, and sometimes I'll know that somebody's coming behind me, and maybe I'll slow down so as not to get uh-huh. to the door. So there's to then, not that weirdness. To then hold it. Yeah. So then they're looking like, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> so um, just, but Or you get the people that will almost go out of their way to not hold the door open for you. And it's like the slam in your face in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The door mm-hmm. smackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of this. Daylight saving time begins on uh, Sunday morning at 2 a.m. And yes, it's the one where you lose an hour. So we will be springing forward. Daylight saving time may not be the most thrilling day on your calendar, but it does kind of have an interesting history. It uh, goes back all the way to World War One as a way to try and save coal back in 1918. The next major change came in 07 when the Energy Policy Act of 2005 extended daylight saving time to uh, by a couple of more weeks. And so as a result, it was expanded to encompass about 65% of the year. This begins on the second Sunday of March. It ends on the first Sunday of November. The U.S. Department of Transportation was assigned the responsibility of daylight saving time in all time zones beginning in 1966. So there's a big move. You've got several states. Alabama is one, I think, that has a bill on file. They've got a bill already passed that says if the if the federal government will ever allow it, Alabama has chosen to just stay yeah, on let's, it. Let's not, because <laughs> that'd be so confusing to go state from state. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, even Indiana, like there's, uh, I think Indianapolis is a city that is in is in conflict of. I think Indianapolis is in conflict with Indiana at, at certain times of the year. Like, do you blame them for being in conflict with Indiana? No, I'm I'm for I'm for all conflict involving Indiana. <laughs> Hoosiers. In fact, I'd like to put the Putin on Indiana <laughs> and make my own little Ukraine. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, no, that's <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to invade Indiana. They just stay up there. If they'll stay on their side, I'll stay on my side. Fair I enough. I mean, Indianapolis is a good city. All right, there's a dilemma. It is. Are you sure? I've driven around it a couple of times. I've been there many times, and I don't particularly like it. I'm not it. sure I've ever been downtown. Yeah. Yeah, I've been downtown. It's a, I don't know. They have the brickyard. They do. They they do, yes. And that's that's the majority of the reason that I've ever been there was for the Indy 500. 
But we also saw Jimmy Buffett there a few years ago. We did. And you've seen a concert there. You see Fallout Boy there or something? Are you talking to me? No. I was going to say no. I you am all not. went to Indianapolis for a concert. You and Oh, yeah. Panic, uh, Panic, Panic at the, at the Disco. disco. That's yeah, right. not Fallout Boy. Well, I'm thinking. Again, they're all the same to me. All right. Um, what else do you know? Oh, here's a, there's a dilemma. Sam, you may already be aware of this, and and you might too, Mrs. Um, but there has been occupying the the latest trend or query to go to the internet is the question of: Are there more wheels or doors mm-hmm. in the world? So I- everyone's de- de- debating the question. Are there more wheels or doors? I think the question goes next is, what is your definition of a wheel and a door? Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But My so, thing is, why do we care? Well, because we've got to have something. So okay. we're in between. Why we're, not? we're not fighting over something in particular at the moment. <laughs> Jesse Smollett's been sentenced, so now we have to worry about wheels and doors. No, that's not true. Um, I mean, he has been sentenced. We'll get to that next segment. So, but it is kind of an interesting, so in my vehicle, on my truck, I have four doors, but I have four wheels. But in this building that we're in, we've got a bunch of doors, but no wheels on the structure. You have wheels on your vacuum cleaner, but you don't have any doors unless there's a door to open the canister. Do you can Yep, see, and that's kind of where it is. And then you're thinking of, okay, your desk drawer. Is that drawer oh, itself a door? But then also when you pull it out, there's four wheels on each Sometimes. side of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and to be fair, when it comes to vehicles, you possibly, I hope you do, have I've needed it before. Yeah, you, you have, have a, spare. a spare. That's true. But, toy, toy cars? But in like in you your, in your vehicle, you have an end gate, which is an extra door. Uh-huh. Well, uh, is a trunk door a door? I, well, in my, is a tailgate a door? I don't think it is. But I mean, it opens and swings. I Again, think that's kind of your thing I don't of know why we care is you know your definition of a door. You know, tech technically is you've got a DVD player over there or a CD player. Mm-hmm. But is, are those gears? Is a gear a wheel? Is a gear a wheel? That's what I because I started thinking. Well, cassette players, anything that I think, turns. I mean, if you look up circular, the definition of a wheel, is it's just something that turns in cir- turns. circles, rounds and rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, Here's what some people said. By the way, it's had over 15,000 likes and 4,500 retweets as of last count. So it's getting some traction. Uh, it says there's wheels on everything. I have wheels on my garment rack, makeup storage holder, rubbish bin. It's definitely wheels. Then someone says there's double the number of homes in the world. Then there are cars. And then there are other types of buildings too. Shops, businesses on top of that. Most vehicles have many doors too. All right, all right. Do we count steering wheels Oh, and spare wheels? Mm-hmm. Well, you yes. all touched right. on spares, but we hadn't gotten to steering wheels yet. Wheeled constructions always have doors. This is one person's opinion. It's not what I'm telling you. Doored structures don't always have wheels. So out of 223,347 votes, 46% of people voted for more doors. And nearly 54% picked wheels. Is a window technically a door? A window is not a door. You can go through a window? Can we say a door has to have a hinge? Okay. Does a door have to? I think, is that what quantifies the door as a hinge? But then, 
you know, wheel is... Garage, does door, wheel doesn't, ha- garage door doesn't have a hinge. And that's a door. <laughs> it has hinges between Listen, the panels. I don't... Uh-huh. But you can also get those garage doors that just completely swing open. I've seen those before, too. Now, do you are you starting to understand why this people have become fascinated with this? You know, I guess is this because the K- KSR just... had the debate. What, what it, was it? Chairs or yeah. I don't remember what it was. I would just like to know the end result. Was it Laurel like, or really? Yanni? <laughs> right. Then there's blue, that. blue dress or yellow dress. Right. <laughs> this is where we are. Wheel, blue gold wheels or doors. There are nine illegal baby names in the United States of America. I didn't know this. I think we. I think the list needs to be longer than nine, but I did not know until today. Is that Kentucky is the only state that has no naming laws at all, and some of you are exercising your freedoms. <laughs> Other states limit the number of characters used. Arizona gives a one hundred forty-one character limit. Oh, Texas wants full names to stay under one hundred. What if you wanted to do one forty-two? California is one state that allows hyphens and apostrophes to be used, like oh, well, that's I mean, that's Elon not... Musk. I did, you know, remember when they did that X and then the A E? It looked like well, an I algebraic mean, equation. An apostrophe, an apostrophe that could be like uh, the the Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase. Uh-huh, yeah. Jamar has yeah, an apostrophe yeah, in there. Or that... what about O'Reilly? Uh-huh. There's a lot of Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly. Uh, I'm familiar with him. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought there's not an apostrophe in Bill. Uh, listed, <laughs> like there, there could be. <laughs> listed below are names that you cannot officially go by in America according to U.S. birth certificates. You will not be able to get a U.S. birth certificate with the word king, queen, Jesus Christ. What about Latifa? Her name's Dana. Is it really? Da- yes. Dana is on her birth certificate. Uh like the third, you can't just be the third, the three eyes. Are you laughing that I know her name is Dana? Is yes. Well, and his response, yes, I'm I sorry. just didn't know if it you gets completely, me tickled. If you completely, I mean, he seems he crestfallen. He that like, you were making that up. Queen Latifah <laughs> is Dana. Do you know her full name? Uh, I would if I thought about it long enough. I was going to say, you're right. It is yeah. Dana Elaine Owens. Owens, yeah. And so he had to look it up because he didn't believe you. That's why I'm sitting over here laughing. You thought I was wind jamming you. (laughs) Knowing you, you can never be too certain. (laughs) That's true. You are a radio guy. You can never be too certain. That's right. You cannot. uh, Well, there was the North Carolina point guard. His name's King Rice. And and I just looked it up. His actual name is King David Rice. He might get a legal name, but his birth certificate doesn't say that, I'll bet. Well, Wikipedia says that. Wikipedia well, is not honey, the U.S. Not the birth, birth registry. registry. Uh, yeah. Santa Claus, Majesty, Adolf Hitler, Messiah, or the at symbol. You're not allowed to have any of those. Some other band names are uh, <laughs> Nutella, Nellie's, and Harry Three. I don't know why that is. I just I didn't know well, there were rules. Most of those make sense to me. Most of them do. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> and otherwise, I don't know why you would choose to do it. So We have been, uh, we've gotten into the trend at our house in recent weeks that Alea has really gotten into Dr. Seuss. Is that a fair fair assessment? Yes. We have the full 
your big Dr. Seuss book that's got all the all the, the collection. Mm-hmm. And so she's been saying your name a lot, Sam. That's she's true. been she's been green good... eggs and hamming it up. Mm-hmm. In fact, she's to the point where she's got it memorized well enough that she looks like she's reading, but she's just really recalling. Mm-hmm. Which is important. That's how you that's learn how you to con- read. That's, that's how you mm-hmm. connect the dots. That is that's the ab- best Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> absolutely. Sam, you are. Uh <clears throat> Yes, one hundred percent is the best. It is not the best. <laughs> what is what is better than green eggs and ham? Are you so, kidding me? So you read oh the places you'll go to or the other night, oh. which is my favorite, but it's a little long. It, green it eggs is. and ham beats that easily. In the final few stanzas of oh the places you'll go, it kind of unravels. It needs to be a little shorter. It does, and and, and it, you need to be a little bit older to be able to understand all that, the context. That's true. Then <laughs> I read Wednesday night. <laughs> I read <laughs> if I ran the zoo. Magruzu. Mm-hmm. Well, so I suggested this book <laughs> to did. him, and I had never read it. I was sight reading it. You, you've never read it. I were. might have had it read to me, but I'd never read if I ran a zoo. And oh, I, I certainly that was just weekly reading. For I you. certainly wasn't like to just pick it up uh-huh. and be able to perform it because you know you got to get into the rhythms of it and that type of thing. And he kind of does run a zoo, by the way. But I did notice. <laughs> I noticed that in the beginning, on the first, on the title page, it said published in 1950. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then as I got into it, there are some there are some words that you can't write in twenty twenty two into into children's books. Mm-hmm. All right. There are just some things that that Dr. Seuss or Soyce, however you want to pronounce his name, that he put into his rhymes that you can't do now. So I kinda had to like dance around those. Like the Q word, Q U E E R mm-hmm. is in that story. And then it makes reference to the shapes of someone's eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of a landmine. But so I've been thinking in those terms, like, well, you, when you're sight reading, it's almost too late. Like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay, I should have been prepared for that word. And then there we are. An assistant principal who read a children's book to second graders in Mississippi needs a new job. Toby Price says he was fired as assistant principal of Gary Road Elementary School in a Jackson suburb last week after he read the book to a Zoom class the principal had asked him to set up. So it was Read Across America last week. And he said he grabbed the book, a personal favorite, after a guest reader didn't show up and his boss told him to go ahead and read. The He says that, he, uh, that he's read the funny, silly book to children at schools in other districts that he's never had an issue with it before, and the name of the book is called I Need a New Butt. Oh, dear. <laughs> For a class of second graders, is there a more perfect book? I would right? think they were really engaged by it. I would assume so. The My book is, is by. They were laughing hysterically uh, the entire time. A New Zealand author named Don McMillan has a suggested reading age for six to ten years of age. A synopsis from the publisher says a young boy suddenly notices a big problem. His butt has a huge crack. <laughs> so he sets off to find a new one. Will he choose an armor-plated butt, a rocket butt? Find out in this quirky tale of a tale, which features hilarious rhymes and delightful illustration. Price's termination letter from the Hens County School District superintendent states that the choice of book showed a lack of professionalism 
and impaired judgment and unnecessary embarrassment. You do know I'm going to go and order this I, book, I absolutely right? Know. I'm yes, sure that, yes, it's I'm happening. Don McMillan, <laughs> that is going in our library. That is fantastic. I can guarantee, I can guarantee it. So. I think it depends on delivery. (laughs) Only five forty-seven on Amazon right now. Good, it'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) Just click buy now. And before we go, I'd like to introduce you to Kathy. Kathy is a sixty-four-year-old Georgian grandma, Georgia the state. Mm -hmm. She was arrested last month on a warrant charging her with battering a female relative. Mm -hmm. Police say Kid and her two other women. Punched and kicked the 41-year-old victim, who is the mother of Kid's granddaughter. Do we have her photo? I was waiting until you gave me the okay. She's free on a $2,000 bond. She's scheduled to be arraigned this week on a misdemeanor battery count. Let's see Kathy. Okay, there's Kathy. And she's wearing a shirt, a sweatshirt that says, Dumb. D-U-M-B. And she's wearing it. In her booking photo, which is delights me to no end. <laughs> the best part is what it says underneath of it. But underneath it says there's a there's a postscript that says, Dumb, don't underestimate my brain. Don't underestimate my <laughs> brain is the <laughs> So So Say hello to Kathy. There are probably Kat, Kathy's everywhere. So there you go. So many questions. Some of you are headed to the Sweet 16. It'll be on 103.9 The Moose. Take Meade County's playing. matter of second, Meade County's in the first game today. So. so Green Wave there. Third region representative. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. King of Swing Did you know if you commit any crime at sea, you are considered a pirate? Yeah. If you commit any crime at sea, I guess you, the law of the sea, and I guess if you violate captain's orders, I guess that makes you a, a pirate. I'm going to throw in, I'm going to double down on a did you know. Sam, did you know that we got married at sea on a pirate ship? In Vegas? True story. No, honey, no. not Vegas. Uh, in Barbados. <laughs> True story. Yeah, so we got married in April, but then we were in Barbados that August, and we went on a pirate cruise ship, and they have a ceremony where they marry two people, and then they have like a you lead a conga line around the pirate ship, and, and so listen, we were not acting out. We were sitting no, we still, like we were not trying to draw attention that's right. we were to just ourselves. Doing our thing and they selected us and said, "We need to marry you all." And we're like, "Okay." So we're legally married in <laughs> Vegas and Barbados. We're married. Then, we're married. And, we're married in the United States and in Barbados. And pirate married and, in Barbados and married. At the at sea, so all the seas. That means it runs. Okay. It runs all the. Does seas. that give you extra? It allows me to say "arg" a lot, okay. you know, if I need to. Well, when's talk like a pirate day? Uh, I, about any day I choose. About any day I deem it. Uh, movie premieres. If you're headed out to the movies this weekend, there are three new things. Batman in, in the Batman and Batman. Cinema. Yeah. Flash forward to this time Monday, I'll be saying Batman wins the box office again. Because new is a movie called Gold, R-rated action mystery starring Zac Efron. I know who he is. High school musical to you. 
Yes. Yeah, you're Zac right. Efron is. You're right. Off-season R-rated horror mystery starring Jocelyn Donahue and Joe Swanberg. Never heard of it or them. Tyson's Run, a PG drama in limited release starring Major Dodson and Amy Smart. Never heard of it. Never heard of them. Major Dodson sounds familiar. I couldn't I tell you why. I think we know who Amy Smart is. I'd rather right? watch Major Payne. Major, what's his last name? Smart. <laughs> no, Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Major. Dawson? Major Sergeant. Major Dodson, D-O-D-S-O-N. Flipper Flop, Tarek and Christina, their series comes to an end. After uh, their longtime fan favorites on HGTV and after their 10-season run as a top-rated unscripted series coming to an end. Just wasn't the same after they were no longer an item. Right. Right. And and so she has her own show, Christina on the Coast. Mm-hmm. Did he have his own show independent of her or just her? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm assuming so, yeah. but it's not one that I've watched. But didn't it ruin so. the illusion? Like once they were no longer like partners in life and partners in business, didn't mm-hmm. the flipper fop just kind of lose mm-hmm. some of its appeal? Um, Sure, because what she went on to do made more sense for her. So gotcha. I actually like the fact that they're not doing flip or flop because I, I prefer her show. Okay. Uh, Imagine Dragons, The Kid Leroy, Khalid, and Macklemore will headline the NCAA March Madness Music Festival. What's that? Is that in New Orleans, Sam? Yeah, they do that with the Final Four. Yeah, well, when we went to the Final Four, Kid Rock was performing, so we didn't... Um, he was the headliner outside uh, Changed Texas. a little bit from, Imagine, from Kid Stadium. Rock to Imagine Dragons. Yeah, there's has, a little bit of a difference between those two. A little. It's the AT&T block party, and uh, they're having that on Friday of the Final Four. And you probably would not know who Major Dodson is. He's He's been in one of your favorite shows, though, The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Amy Smart, though, has been in a couple of other things. Can't believe I missed that. And uh, Piano Man, Billy Joel biopic is in the works, but it won't have his involvement or his music. Okay, I'm calling. I'm calling Dud, and uh, then I also need to tell you as we go to break. I can't play the theme today because we because we had to split. Um, but I need to tell you that Emilio Delgado, um, the the guy who played Luis on Sesame Street for 45 years, has passed at age 81. Wow. His name is uh, Emilio Delgado, the actor who played Luis. You recognize him when you oh, see yeah, him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, for 45 years, he's gone on in at age 81, so rest in peace. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Uh, more on the way here on In the Known. MB's point to ponder for today. Now I'm suddenly pondering something new. It says Russia threatens to end U.S. cooperation in space. Yeah. Let's let a fight break out between the astronauts Space and the Force. cosmonauts on the space station. Yeah, let's let them settle it. Let them play chess and decide world domination in there. But my original point to ponder for today, Sam, does UK win the SEC tournament? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. Do but I, I, I read it to I the read finals? An, I read an interesting stat. You know what? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they lose tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I read an interesting stat, though, that the... Out of the last 25 years of national champions, every champion that has had a conference tournament has made it to at least the semifinals, but only 11 of them have won the championship. Okay. 
So 96, obviously, they lost to Mississippi State in the SEC 20, tournament. 2012, they lost in the championship game to, do you remember who? I uh, don't remember who they Vanderbilt. lost. In the, they lost to Vandy in the Yeah, because the their two losses game. that year were Vanderbilt, All and right. then, of course, that state north of us that we don't mention. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. that Fluke. That, the popcorn game. Uh-huh. Uh, Miss Buckles, uh, will will UK win the SEC tournament this weekend? Um. I'm going to go with yes. All right, good. That's, that's a good. That's a good easy answer to do. <laughs> well, I did. I did see an interesting of... piece on SEC Network last night that said that you know all of the spots that the SEC tournament has have creative UK nicknames. You know, Catlanta, you know, Nashville. They Kentucky fans take over, but they were trying to figure out what's Tampa. How do you come up with a creative mm-hmm. Tampa nickname for UK? And they were they were they didn't I, come up with anything. I did see a Alyssa Lang tweet that said Kentucky um it says is Kentucky in the South. Yep. And Alyssa Lang said, uh, right now Kentucky is in Florida. <laughs> because there's blue everywhere. I did, wish I was there. Yeah, me Especially too. Especially with two inches of snow coming tonight. I'm 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 holding back. I might I know I was don't be, by the, keeping just, an eye I'll, on I'll just tell you, don't be surprised because it's been nearly ten years. Don't be surprised if you hear me floating the idea of sneaking off to New Orleans for the Final Four. Well, I was, oh, I was looking into uh, potentially Indianapolis next weekend. Yeah, I think I'm not. I think if they get if they get to the Final Four, I think we'll talk about it. But short of that, I think I'm staying close to home. I got busy. I got things to do. I think well, to set I think on fire. It, it looks like <laughs> Indianapolis, Chicago, New Orleans might be the path. Indianapolis, Chicago. Oh, so let me re, let me revisit. Do they get a one seed now that Baylor lost? Well, if if my thought process is correct and they lose in the semifinals, then they no. Will not. If they win the SEC, they're a number one seed. Okay. In Chicago, there you go. Um, you heard it here first. Television charmed the season four premiere on the CW tonight. Uh, feeling butterflies. I, I'm doing that completely for Dennis and Sarah's benefit. That's on the Hallmark Channel tomorrow. For those of you who still have the ability to stay up late, uh, Saturday Night Live tomorrow night, Zoe Kravitz is the host. I'm at a stage in life where I watch Sunday afternoon recorded, not Saturday Night Live. Well, from what I heard, Zoe Kravitz is really good in the Batman. I'll have She's to take Catwoman. Their, I'll have to take their word for I it. I think Dennis Cook said that. And then The Weakest Link, season two premiere on NBC. You are The Weakest Link. Does that lady still host it, or do they have a new host on Weakest Link? Does anyone know? No I always liked it. She, you are The Weakest Link. Goodbye. Never seen it. It felt always, you know. Flexion Sundays, all all that I care about on Sunday. That's true. Five o'clock, I think. Well, in the new episode of Winning Time, it will be on, and then you got Billions and the Uber Show, and did do you watch Billions? Yeah. So, did you know Cal was coming? I heard about it before I watched it, so I wasn't surprised to see him. Okay. Today's See, I knew nothing about the show, so I wasn't able to really know whether it was... I love Paul Giamatti. Like, whatever okay. Paul Giamatti is in, I, I love. And so I was, I've was. i always been interested in that show. I burned out early on. 1941, uh, FDR signed the Lend-Lease Bill, providing war supplies to countries fighting the Axis. And uh, let's just do birthdays. Rupert Murdoch is 91 today. Sam Donaldson is 88. Bobby McFerrin is 72. Don't worry. Be happy. Jimmy Iovine is 69. Lisa Loeb is 54. Jimmy I- is that American Idol? Mm, he wasn't, but more importantly, just a mu- mus- mm-hmm. most famous music producer. Maybe not the most, but a famous one. And Johnny Knoxville is 51 today. Can we just say it's a miracle? Like what? Well, I heard that apparently in this last movie filmed, he actually got legitimately hurt. 
doing one of the things. Like he was in the hospital and everything. What I wonder what the odds would have been if you had wagered, say, twenty years ago, if you'd said, "What well, are the odds of Johnny Knoxville making it to age fifty-one?" I wonder w- what the would you have guessed. Willie been. Nelson would still be. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up. Willie's sister passed this morning, um, Bobby, at age ninety-one. So Johnny Knoxville is fifty-one. Melissa Rycroft is thirty-nine today. I know that name. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shemp Howard, gone but not forgotten, 1895. Lawrence Welk in 1903. The Ballad of Davy Crockett. Oh, wait, that's a chart topper. Oops. Did I get all the, <laughs> did I get all the gone but not forgotten? Yeah, Lawrence Welk and Shemp Howard. Both big entertainers, but completely different. The Three Stooges is a lot different than Lawrence Welk. The two of you will just have to take my word for it because you really don't know Davey, what I mean. 1955, Bill Hayes was number one. You know this song. I said you don't know Lawrence Welk. He was only three. All right, let's go to 1964. We'll get into the era of the Fab Four from Liverpool. Oh, look. I don't know if it wasn't on your list, but I'm looking here at the list of birthdays. Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah, he doesn't make it on the list that I that I peruse. I just I was looking at the person you were mentioning to see if I knew who she was. I got you. The Beatles. I want to hold your hand. He's 28 today. AD. Oh no, sorry, 29. AD is 29. Mm-hmm. Let's go to. Speaking of New Orleans, 73. The OJ's and Love Train. Don't the Cats have to win the national championship? It's in New Orleans. I think it's ordained by the universe. Well, ironically enough, the SEC tournament was in New Orleans that year too, wasn't it? I'm almost positive it was in 2012. Mm, Wasn't it? Maybe. It was was Nashville in 2010. 1982, journey number one. With open arms. I'm right. Your screen's making you almost look like you're wearing red right now. Mm -mm, Don't you say, (laughs) you take that back. Mariah Carey, number one in 91, someday. 2000, 22 years ago today, NSYNC, Bye 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 was number one. Kanye was number one with Heartless in 09. And Ed Sheeran, perfect, number one four years ago today. Kanye sings that to Kim every night? You'd be so hot. Well, he doesn't sing it to her. He might sing it about her Uh since he's no longer permitted to end his days with her. Uh Uh-huh. So... He might sing it out into the ether. Does it, maybe he gets a boombox and stands outside her window. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, he well, goes don't they all live John, on a John ranch Cusack. in like Wyoming or something? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure how it all got settled. He may be ranchless. <laughs> well, you can get the ranch, ranch <laughs> ring instead. All right. Don't forget, Sweet 16 is on all day. Uh, well, not all day, but all four games of the Sweet 16 is on 103.9 The Moose. UK coverage starts at 6 on K105 this evening. And then we'll have uh, Sweet 16 all weekend and then have U.K. coverage as long as it needs to last. 
this weekend, and we'll be talking about brackets come Monday. Brackets. Whitney's going down this year. She is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just fired a shot across the bow, so that'd be nice. I mean, she's, she's been the queen for a long That's time. Right. Yeah, the other day she said she didn't know if she'd be able to pick very well this year. I said, well, maybe you'll lose for once. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. We all live with the objective of being happy. Our lives are all different and yet the same. We all live with the objective of being happy. Our lives are all different and yet the same. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.